Welcome to Multiverse OQ, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now I'm podcast form. I am Luke. And I am Devin. And this week we're talking about... Marvel Zombies. Destroy. It sucks. Episode done. Luke did a bad thing. No, Marvel did several bad things. And I... We were prepared to walk away, Luke. And then you're like, no, let's do Marvel Zombies Destroy. Just so we could be done with it. There's other Marvel Zombies books that we didn't do. Like what? There's Marvel Zombies Halloween. I don't know. There was, a, there was a couple others that were on the Unlimited. Yeah, but like Halloween just adds some more like brief vignette stuff. It's not really a story on its own. And Marvel Zombies Supreme happens all in the 616. And I, I know what you mean, but this was like the next story. And they had sort of been getting better again. And then they didn't. And they, then they it did not. Really yeah. Because it was like after Marvel Zombies uh, with Howard the Duck and Machine Man, then they did The Christmas Carol. And then they did Supreme, and then they did Destroy, and uh, Marvel Zombies Destroy was a five-issue miniseries written by Frank Marafino for issues one and two, and Peter David on three and five, and the reason for the switchover was apparently Frank Marafino got really, really sick because he was working too many hours and didn't realize that he had a massive illness, and so he was unable to write the additional episodes of the series and you know what this seems like what luke the editor's project because from the interview that i read talking about that uh it was mainly the editor for this and supreme and a bunch of stuff that was also good who really wanted marvel zombies to move in this direction and i don't know why uh, the art was by Mirko Pierre Federici and Al Baranuevo with colors by Gary Henderson and letters by VCs Clayton Cowles. Well, actually, I would and say one that... thing. It's about this time. This would have been shortly after the release of uh, Inglorious Bastards. Um, this would be about a year and a half to two years later. I guess. It's also uh, a, well, no, it, oh, nope, it's two years before Dead Snow 2, which is pretty much this, except much better, even though it doesn't have Marvel characters in it. Or Martin Starr. Yeah, Dead Snow 2 is a good movie. Yeah. Um, You should just give us a five-star rating, and then you can go watch Dead Snow 2, Red vs. Dead, instead. I mean, Dead Snow 2 is very good. It's sort of like the Evil Dead 2. Yeah, because actually, I've never actually seen Dead Snow 1. I've only seen Dead Snow 2. I mean, it's a direct sequel, but the first one is very much straight-up horror, and the second one has a lot more comedy elements yeah. in it. Yeah. And also, when you get bit by the zombies in the first one, you don't turn into a Nazi zombie. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's just get through this. Uh, Dum Dum Dugan wakes up in his apartment after a nightmare to find Howard the Duck inviting him to go on a mission to a universe to fight Nazi zombies. Uh, the Nazi zombies took over the world and are planning to make a battleship capable of traveling between universes. And Dugan isn't interested until Battlestar, who had been John Walker, U.S. agent, slash also Captain America's Bucky, shows up. And then they introduce the rest of the quote-unquote Ducky Dozen, which includes a new version of Red Raven, who is a guy who has wings, and an attitude. The Eternal Brain, who was an Eternal, who now has his brain in a robot. Gurr, who was a Lion Man. Dragoon, who was a Dragon Man from one of the old Marvel comics. Blazing Skull, the World War II hero. Flexo, a rubber robot from also World War II. Breeze Barton, a pilot from World War II. Dynaman, another World War II hero, and then... Taxi Taylor, who is a woman who can transport people as long as they're in some sort of vehicle across universes. And most of these people don't get to do anything except die or have lines or make some very boring characterization. And Flexo I couldn't take seriously because all I could think of was Flexo from Futurama. Well, and I thought he was supposed to be a robot, but like every time you saw his eyes, it looked like he was just wearing a mask. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's 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 not good. I can get wanting to be like, oh, let's have these World War II heroes or these World War II hero descendants going and fighting Nazi zombies, but there's too many. Most of them don't get any characterization, and also, what characterization we get is not good like the first thing that happens is you get some ham-fisted stuff where it's like oh i can't believe there's a woman on this team oh you don't like women he doesn't like women how awful and it's just not good yep like sexism is bad but also there's a way of dealing with it that not so like in your face mm-hmm. or, or like depth yeah yeah. Anyways, they get into Earth 12591 and the Nazis shoot zombies at their airplane, so Gurr the line man gets turned into a Nazi zombie. The ship crashes and they find themselves face to face with the Nazi zombie versions of the invaders. They're able to kill some of them, but Red Raven gets infected and killed, and then Dynaman, who was their biggest heavy hitter, gets killed because Namor feeds him to a zombie squid. Which was kind of dope. Yeah, but it's more like an octopus. They just wanted to do that Calamarius Rex joke, which is not worth it. True. That's when, yeah. That's when the suffragists, who are living American slash allied heroes, Miss America, Libertas, Columbia, and Riveter, show up. And they help them get past, and they go to meet Zephyr Zog, who is their Nazi contact. He is a scientist who doesn't want the zombies destroying everything because he likes people being able to give him accolades. And he blames the Dark Llama, who gave a evil flower to Hitler's associates who gave it to Hitler that made the initial Nazi zombies. 
And so they try to leave the Nazi base, which is essentially Nazi Mount Rushmore, but with like Red Skull and Zemo and uh, I'm... Zola, I think was one of them. Yeah, 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 Zola. And then that clone of Hitler that there was. Yeah. Uh, hate monger, hate monger. So they descend down, but they also see that there's an evil Nazi zombie dum dum Dugan who was working with the Nazis. And so when they get onto their train, Howard explains that he wanted Dugan to pretend to be the zombie Dugan. That way he could sneak in. Meanwhile, the sufferers just in taxi find a mysterious green box, which they open to find nothing inside. And that is when the zombie Valkyrie attacks, killing Zog by pulling out his eyeballs and infecting Columbia, who kills herself by basically the train is going through a tunnel. She's on top of the train and she does not duck. Yeah. And that's when Loki shows up. And explains that the Asgardians got infected because Loki brought the disease to Earth to try and get Thor to break his curfew, pretty much. But Odin came instead, got bit, and then Odin was able to magically make all the other Asgardian zombies. And now all the others are after him because Loki's like, yeah, but I'm not technically an Asgardian, which is true, but it's also... (sighs) You didn't think this out, Loki. Oh, for sure. So the Asgardians derail the train, so the team splits and hide Loki's chest, with their new plan being to go and destroy the flower that will cure all the zombies. Dugan goes in wearing his disguise, meets with Strucker and Zola, and while the others are faced by more Asgardians, Dragoon gets infected and then they kill him. The team bursts into the building to find the doomsday weapon the Nazis have. And it turns out to be Tooth Nasher and Tooth Grinder, Thor's goats that are attached to a rocket that will allow them to move between universes. So Loki returns, explains that plan to them. The Nazis attack, so Loki teleports away with Dugan and Miss America to go find the flower, leaving the rest of the team to pretty much get the their asses kicked. Loki tells them to direct the rocket back at the base where the ship is, That way they can't use it to move between universes, and so Miss America activates the bomb. But Zombie Bucky climbs onto it to reprogram it, But so she has to climb on to stop him. And so it's sort of like the reverse Bucky death, where he climbs onto the missile, but then he gets stuck. And here, Miss America is the one who has to go down with the missile to kill Bucky. Yep. Which could have been done well, It it just is not. And, like, this is by the point that Peter David is writing the comic. And, I mean, I have a lot of props with Peter David, but... (sighs) This wasn't on him. No. So, yeah, I have a feeling a lot of this stuff was, like, noted. And a lot of the stuff, I think, came from the editor. Mm -hmm. So, Loki is killed, but not before he sends Dugan to warn the rest of the team that the bomb is coming. So, while the rest of the team is trapped... Eternal Brain smashes his robot brain case, so he turns into a massive brain, which distracts all the zombies because they want to eat his brain. And so the remaining team runs through, and they find the icebox where Captain America is being stored by the Red Skull, who has been eating him piece by piece. Taxi Taylor is able to move them out of that universe because it's apparently, I guess, got wheels on it, so it qualifies as a vehicle. They get back to their main universe just before the bomb hits, and 
They return to the armor base, but only Howard the Duck, Dum Dum Dugan, Battlestar, Riveter, and Taxi Taylor have survived. And then it turns out that the Captain America who was in the freezer wakes up and he is now a zombie in the 616. But it never gets resolved because it's just one fucking zombie and this comic is bad. And they probably saw them put him down real quick. Yeah. Like, it's supposed to be this big thing, but... Uh, yeah, no, they're they're just going to shoot that zombie. This base has been invaded by zombies many times before. Also, that cap zombie is tied down. And he does not have a shield. Yeah. And he's likely dealing with freeze. Yeah. He'll probably make some noise, and then they'll be like, Oh, no, blah, 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 blah. Also, by the time this book ends, it's actually really pointless for Dum Dum to have even been on the mission because him sneaking in added absolutely nothing. Oh, yeah. And there's this whole thing where it's like, yeah, I'm Howard the Duck. I picked all of you for very specific tasks. And no, they just keep adding on more people. And so no one really gets characterization. And like so far, really, the only one I could tell why you brought them was Blazing Skull. Well, and Dynaman, because Dynaman kicks ass until he gets killed. Well, true. Okay, yeah, we didn't get questions because I don't think anyone cares about this by this point. And so, yeah, we're, we're just going to rank this on Trials of the Multiverse. I'm trying to find uh, the Chris Claremont has... Ah, nope, that's the other bad Claremont one. I'm trying to find whom gods destroy on mm. here. Because uh, it's definitely worth saying whom gods destroy. Yes, agreed. Which was another one that weirdly fetishized Nazis in a way. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find out what I... What isn't as bad. Okay, how do you feel about it compared to Batman Dead via Neil Gaiman? That one where Neo Gaiman is a writer. Oh, or no, that was Batman R.I.P. Where is all the? Well, maybe Batman was this. And oh, this is worse than that. This. Uh, worse than Emperor Joker. Yes. Uh, worse than Emma Frost reads fans' minds. Mm, no. Uh, worse than reading comics could get you women. No. Worse than drawing comics could get you women. No, those are worse. <laughs> comics are bad, Devin. It's true. Oh, God. This one was at least yeah. trying not to be completely offensive. <laughs> yeah, but that does make our new number 590 Marvel Zombies Destroy. Nazi universe. So 590 on a list of 594 is pretty damn bad. Yep. Yeah. I I think this is what killed off the Marvel Zombies like series. Probably. I mean, the covers were good. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, the covers were really cool. Yeah, because they were Mike Del Mundo covers. But... And, like, the graphic design bits weren't too bad. It's just the story was awful. 
there are too many characters. Uh, the art didn't really do a lot, and in some parts was kind of confusing, and it, it's, it's just not a good story. Well, there's still threats that they're going to bring back Marvel Zombies, because they just released that new one. Yeah, but that's about Simon Garth, the Marvel Zombie. No, I know. But but there's thought that this might take us back to Marvel Zombies, Marvel Zombies. Oh. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, I don't know. We got through this quick because it's a bad story. Devin, do you know what we are covering next week? Oh, yeah, because have you actually read the synopsis for Marvel Zombie? No. Yeah, no, it's on an alternate world. Oh, okay. I'm looking at it now. Uh, well, no, what are we covering next week, Luke? Next week, we're getting ready to go into some sort of Spider-Verse? Ooh. As, or wait, wait, um, yep, yep, next week is our Edge of Spider-Verse tie-in, and then the week after is our Aquaman tie-in, where we're going to be watching that Aquaman TV pilot. And maybe that one season of Entourage. And then after that, we've got our Christmas special, and then we'll be becoming Ultiversal Q as we start our two-plus-year project to cover all of the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, It's going to be a good time tonight. Yeah, so I think that wraps us up. Devin, where can people find you online? Oh, you can find me online at Fred Fett, that's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T and Luke, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at, at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G or Luke L-U-K-E-H-E-R-R dot com. You can find both of us on the Exoud Podcast at exoudpodcast.com You can also find me on the John Wiki Podcast at johnwiki.com uh, at the upcoming rpgpals.club uh, podcast and yeah, Multiversal Q is a weekly sponsored podcast along with those other podcasts currently. Uh, if you back us, you can really just like select an episode if you want to or something for us to cover and we can find time to put it in. But uh, yeah, otherwise, we are good. Like, rate, and review us. And I need to figure out what we're going to do for a cover for Ultiversal Q. So, hooray! Uh, yeah, thank you for listening. I'm looking forward to us being rejuvenated by the Ultiversal Q. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, also, my symbiote died. R.I.P. Symbiote. Oh, rip, rip, symbiote, Luke. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Well, until next time, this one's for Hank and my dead symbiote. Peace.